Thank you for joining us for this fireside chat with two transformative CIOs who formerly served in the Department of Defense. They will share their perspectives on the challenges and priorities facing today's CIOs from their own experiences and unique perspective. We'll then talk through the tools, processes, and tactics that will prove useful in meeting these challenges, both individually and holistically, with a new way of viewing software as a service and platform that enable an enterprise approach to better utilizing data. I'm Aaron Kinworthy, Area Vice President of Federal Sales for ServiceNow, and I'm thrilled to have retired Lieutenant General Susan Lawrence and Bill Marion with me today on our fireside chat. Together, they have collectively served over 2.2 million end users with transformative and modern IT services. Today, they will share their insights into the past, the present, and the future of information management and use in the Department of Defense, and where others can start and or continue their own journey. We are honored to have them both here today, sharing their experiences. Retired Lieutenant General Susan Lawrence served in J-6 under two major combat operations, both Iraqi Freedom and Operation Enduring Freedom. She helped develop the U.S. Army's Cyber Command and worked directly with senior staff members, including the Secretary of Army and the Chief of Staff of the Army, to reduce costs, improve the effectiveness of cyber, and other IT solutions. She also served as a Commanding General for the Army Network Enterprise Technology Command, NETCOM, where her responsibilities included overseeing the Army, C4, and Army Enterprise IT functions. She currently leads the Accenture Federal Services Armed Force Portfolio within the National Security Practice. Good morning, Aaron. Thank you so much to you and ServiceNow for including me in this fireside chat. Thank you for joining us. Our other panelist is Bill Marion. He served as a U.S. Air Force Deputy Chief Information Officer, overseeing the Air Force's IT portfolio, and served previously as Chief Technology Officer for the Air Combat Command and Air Force Space Command. He led 54,000 cyber personnel globally, an operation budget valued at $17 billion, and forced on leading Air Force digital transformation investments, particularly across enterprise IT, cloud computing, next-generation cybersecurity approaches and mobile device-centric collaboration. He currently leads growth and strategy in the defense and intelligence practice of Accenture Federal Services. Bill, thanks for joining us. Thanks, Aaron. I appreciate the opportunity and certainly the partnership with ServiceNow. Well, welcome to our fireside chat. Thank you both for your service. I'm excited to get started. Susan, based on your experiences, what do you see as the major challenges today for the current CIOs in the Department of Defense? Thank you, Aaron. Uh, yes, these are obviously extraordinary times, uh, and it is uh, really put some challenges on our current CIOs as we've uh, as we've gone forward. Uh, the one thing that I think about obviously is COVID. Uh, when it hit us, you know, in one day, everybody flipped the switch and sent everybody home. And I know that uh, Bill wants to expand on this because I was working in Air Force projects specifically. And being able to VPN in and still do real-time work in Safe Agile with our Scrum teams turned into a, a, a bit of a challenge, but the Air Force's response was amazing as we went forward. And that's kind of what I think about today. I remember when I was serving as the CIO G6, the challenges that we went through and 
and trying to modernize uh, our our services was really critical at that time uh, because we were still, you know, in the industrial age and not the technology age as we were going forward. And then I retired and I went to work for industry. And I, I ended up telling people in a lot of spe- uh, speeches I gave what I learned in my first six months as the uh, as in industry. I wish I would have known when I was the CIO G6 because I would have done things differently. I was one of the the hard stand individuals who had the Heisman t- hand up when it came to having commercial solutions. Um, we were in we were in two major combat operations at the time. Um, I had to have the ability to control and extend the services all the way to that soldier, sailor, airman, marine in uh, sitting in Salerno, Afghanistan, and so I just couldn't see how commercial solutions could could help me with that. Now I get into industry and I'm like, what was I thinking? <laughs> because the industry can do these things so quickly have the massive resources to do the research and development of what is needed uh, in a combat operation. And, and that's what we're going to talk about today. But I'm almost at the point today that I see thing, everything as a service. Um, because when you think about the skill sets of the personnel and how fast our technology is changing and being able to reskill a team, the tools that change every day, it is, it's almost... Um, in a, in a large organization like the Department of Defense, commercial solutions are the real winner here for us. You brought up an interesting point, which is the connection between the operational experiences that you gained, right, and the lessons of today. Bill, would you care to share your inputs as well? I think you have a unique experience. Yes, and kind of to expound upon what, what Susan is, is saying as well, is that there's a couple dimensions that CIOs are always challenged with. Uh, scale and speed is first and foremost in the mind. But when you put the scale again to that 2.x million users that we both uh, both lived the dream of, of supporting, right? You, you have to get the price point. And so this, this as a service mantra brings all of those elements together. Also, it, it starts to bring in the user experience at a whole nother elevated level. So no longer it's legacy, lethargic, uh, oftentimes just not coordinated systems into platforms that can really drive that, that modernization, that digital modernization that starts bringing in legacy, starts uplifting your user experience, also reducing the cost. And, and to Susan's point, what I, what I see now on the industry side that I thought well, on my government side that's really come true is this model is you really have to drive the true transformation to get there. At the scale we're dealing with, you, you, you have to fundamentally look at these platforms to, to really revolutionize a lot of the business practices. That's, only, that's the only way you're really going to going to get the scale and speed that, that you really need to get to. And then on the, on the COVID front, I mean, the, the piece that always resonated with me was this, you know, the government is really good about putting people on processes. We're, we're not so great on using platforms to really accelerate and let the people do what uniquely people have to do. And so, again, these platforms have really accelerated our ability to, to deliver at speed, to bring a new user experience and, and really drive an agility that, um, that frankly COVID needs, right? You'd left the Pentagon, you're working from home. So how do we start giving this self-service uh, kind of process end to end? And frankly, if you don't have the platform, it, it's, it's horrifically difficult. So I think end to end kind of weaving all of that together, that's, that's really the era when we're in with respect to, to digital modernization. It's, it's really a center core. Thank you for that input from both of you. I think it's insightful. 
And you bring up some very valid points. And it, yeah, I think, you know, current CIOs uh, can really value the input that you're providing and the experience that you've had.